Good morning. Happy Thursday. I'm Greg. Welcome to the Daily Bible Wrap-Up. It is September 21st, 2023. Our readings for today are Proverbs 23, 10 through 18, Galatians 6, and Isaiah 49, 8 through 51, 16. I'm going to read for you verse 17 from our Proverbs selection today. Quote, Don't envy sinners, but always continue to fear the Lord. You will be rewarded for this. Your hope will not be disappointed. You know, I really stuck on that last line this morning. Your hope will not be disappointed. I've been learning to be patient for God. That all is in his time, not mine. Sometimes that time is short, sometimes quite long. I think that that may sometimes be proportional to the magnitude of the lessons learned or that other items must occur first before learning the lesson. I, I don't know. I, I do know I'm working on it and it can be hard. It can be very difficult at times. Um, the difficulty comes from you, you, you want a resolution, but you know, it's again, not, our time. It's God's time. We, we just have to wait. Anyway, I'm, like I said, I'm working on it. Um, and uh, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if all you all uh, have something similar. New Testament, we're in Galatians 6, verse 1. If another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back on the right path. Now, this isn't being judgmental, nor is it pertaining to deal with the log in your own eye before att attending to the per another person's speck. That's basically like saying that, that you know, you should take care of your own uh, shortcomings before mentioning someone else's. And, and that's not this whole story it's it's it can lead people down the wrong path verse 2 says share each other's burdens and this way obey the law of christ and we also shouldn't try to apply, try to place blame on others when the fault lies on us for we are each responsible for our own conduct that says verse 5 anyway i think verse 10 sums this up, quote, therefore, when, wherever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially those in the family of faith. Now, again, I'm, I'm getting back to what I was saying beforehand about the log in the eye and all that. We're not to ignore if a fellow believer is stumbling. We should be helping them. That's what the share each other's burdens in this way, obey the law of Christ, that quote is, I think, referring to. It would be, I think, the non-loving thing to ignore something like that. Again, it's not judgmental. Paul then has a comparatively long closing in his own handwriting, emphasizing that others promote circumcision for their own interests so they can boast about it. It's verse 15. Then Paul reiterates, he will only boast about the cross our Lord, 
of our Lord Jesus Christ. Circumcision status does not matter. Old Testament, we're in Isaiah 49. We pick it up at verse 8, talking about waiting for God, very timely, no pun intended here. Quote from verse 8, At just the right time, I will respond to you. On that day of salvation, I will help you. Now, this passage is referring, I believe, to the reestablishment of Israel, but I do believe also we are to take such words into our own life. Again, understanding God's time, not ours. I focus on that a lot. I, I, I know, but I, I focus on the things that I tend to, I think, maybe have more difficulty with. And I think that, uh, um, you know, that's why I write these things in notes to me, because it is something when I'm reading that, that prompts me to think more and to draw more from the Bible. You might get something completely different from this passage, depending upon your background or your phase in life and all that. It's okay. Israel's land will be restored and will be crowded with descendants. And from verse 26, all the world will know that I, the Lord, are your Savior and your Redeemer, the mighty one of Israel. Now, Isaiah 50 begins with their sins was the reason for, or were the reason, for the Israelis when they were sold as slaves. This aligns with what Paul said, that we are responsible for our actions and by extension, the consequences of such. It's another thing that um, I don't know if I necessarily struggle with, but I realize it's like if I do something, I'm, I'm responsible for it. It, it took, I'll take I'll take the repercussions for it. I'm not, I'm trying not to be inclined to say, well, it's not my fault. It's because of what so-and-so did. You know, I mean, there may be elements there, but in your heart, you could probably ascertain if you're honest with your heart that if you're at fault, that you were at fault. Whenever this comes up, I do interpret it not as God punishing, but rather God removing his protection in our lives with regards to the being responsible. So I've noticed that in my life, my great hurts all seem to correspond with times when I've been the furthest away from God. Now, it's not to say that bad things don't happen when I'm letting God into my life. That's just part of this existence that we're in. But when I then give that problem to God, I have a greater peace, and consequently the hurt is not as great. So then I get back to what I said about the greatest hurts. The greatest hurts, I think that there are some, thinking of one in particular, that if I had been closer to God then, they would have, resulted on an entirely different trajectory, but I wasn't, and I'm responsible for my actions, and I've learned from it, and it's okay. God's placed me on a trajectory which is is wonderful in its own right. So, now Isaiah says that he has listened to the Lord and has not rebelled or turned away. That's in verse 5. In verse 10, Quote, if you are walking in darkness without a ray of light, trust in the Lord and rely on your God. But watch out. 
you who live in your own light and warm, warm yourselves rather by your own fires, well, they're going to fall in great torment. This is again, not relying upon God. Isaiah 51 verse 3, the Lord will comfort Israel again and have pity on her ruins. This is this is another time where it seems like repeating a message. It's it's kind of tough for me to dig deeper when they have this repetition to try to gather what it means. But again, I've, I've said this before that, at least in my eyes, I think a lot of times there's a lot of truth to like when you read the Bible in a particular day that you're reading it, you get out of it what it is that you need for it at that particular day, particularly, how many times can I say that? If you invite the Holy Spirit into your reading before you begin. That's it for today. I hope you have a wonderfully blessed day and that you walk by the Spirit today. Take care.